Welcome into Lockdown Blackhawks, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Jay Zawoski. Lots of Blackhawks news to get to. But before we do that, I want to tell you how to get in touch with the podcast. Remember, tomorrow's show is Talk Back Tuesday. Get those emails in. Get those voicemails and voice memos in. Going to try to record that podcast around 5 p.m. So try to get your questions in before then. And I will get them done. Got a new Madhouse podcast on the way tomorrow night as well. So it's a busy night with lots to talk about. Here's how you get in touch with the show. Voicemail number 708-653-0572. Email is LockedOnBlackHawks at gmail.com. You can follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Blackhawks. My personal account at jayzawoski 670 or the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast at madhouse pod so again get those questions in in time for talk back tuesday on t- on tuesday's show again by 5 p.m if you can hopefully uh you get those in by then and i can get them on the podcast want to get your feedback a big week ahead we are officially one week away from the nhl trade deadline i know that has been hot on everyone's minds well basically all year because there's so many huge decision decision decisions that await the Blackhawks at this deadline. So it's going to be a huge one. It's not only big for this year, but for the franchise going forward. So if you got questions about that, you've got some trade ideas, feel free to hit me up at those two. There's really no bad idea at this point because after what happened this weekend, the Hawks are they're still within striking distance, but they're slipping and they got a lot of teams ahead of them all of a sudden. Ugh. I've said it before and I say it again. I do not envy the position Stan Bowman's in. It's a really tough place to be if you missed it. And I'm sure you didn't because you're a Hawks fan because you're listening to this podcast. But if you did, Saturday, the Hawks beat the Calgary Flames 8-4. to Nice, good, huge, important win, right? Nothing bad about that. Last night, Sunday, the Hawks lose 3-2 in Winnipeg. And I'm not even really mad about it. It's just the Hawks were a team that played two games in less than 24 hours. When you think about it, it was less than 24 hours that they played. They started at 9 o'clock on Saturday and at 7.30 on Sunday. That's tough. That is a tough assignment. And the Hawks played their asses off versus the Jets. They really did. From the puck drop to the final horn, I think the Hawks played really solid hockey, and they played obviously pretty well against Calgary to actually feel like they played a better game against the Jets than they did against the Flames. They just happened to have better luck against the Flames. Eight goals, some of those are going to be lucky, some of those are going to be good bounces, and look, it was uh, obviously welcome considering how poor the Blackhawks' luck was against Vancouver on Wednesday. So they were due for some luck, they were due for some bounces, they got them in Calgary, And again, the way they played against the Jets on Sunday night, I loved it. Every player was engaged. Every player was skating hard. There was a shift with about eight minutes left in the third period with Kajula and Camp and those guys on the ice. They were just giving everything they had. And you have to imagine playing their sixth period in the course of one day, they didn't have much left. But, man, they came close to tying the game at the end. They had a couple of opportunities late where they just missed the net. And those things are going to happen in hockey. 
and how many times in the course of this podcast. This is episode 96 of Lockdown Blackhawks, episode 100, by the way, coming up on Friday. How many times through the course of this season have I discussed missed opportunities and how these lapses in performance and these lapses in decision-making in the course of games they probably should have won where they didn't come out playing hard enough or there was a bad turnover a horrible time or a bad coaching decision or whatever where those points get lost. And six points may not feel like a ton, right? And during the course of the year, you're going to have probably a few you should lose that you win and a few that you should win that you lose. But when every point matters, like it has for the Blackhawks this year, those missed opportunities hurt that much. So a game like last night where they did play so well, where they had a solid effort top to bottom, where they did everything right, you'd think they get a better result, and they don't. Typically, it wouldn't hurt so bad. But because of those lapses they had earlier in the season, they're fatal, and they're painful. So here's how it is right now in the wild card standings. Calgary and Arizona have the one and two wild card spots, both with 66 points. The Flames have 30 wins in 60 games. The Coyotes have 29 wins in 61 games. That's why the Flames get that tiebreaker. Nashville and Winnipeg are three and four, each with 65 points. Nashville has played two fewer games than Winnipeg. Minnesota has the fifth wild card spot. They have played 58 games. They have 61 points and six with 60 points. Six points out of the wild card spot are the Blackhawks with 60 points in 59 games. They're 26, 25, and 8. And, you know, headed into last week, I think a lot of us felt good about the way the Blackhawks were heading. And they were right there on the precipice of a playoff spot. But since then, they've lost 4 of 5. They've actually lost 7 of 5, if you count those overtime losses that they had to Minnesota and Boston. Or seven of five, seven of eight, and they gave and the win they got ahead of that game on February first. They gave a point to Arizona because they won that game in the shootout. These are the teams you're chasing. Look at it: Minnesota, Winnipeg twice, Vancouver, Calgary. This was the biggest stretch of the game, and entering this stretch, I said the Hawks need to take eight points of those ten. And they took two. So with a week to go to the trade deadline, I think the Blackhawks path is getting a lot clearer. And unfortunately, I think the logical thing to do, and look, they could win two in a row and never wonder chasing could lose. And they're right back in the conversation. But Bowman has to look at this thing with his head, not his heart and do what's right for the organization. And I know that's tough, but The Hawks showed you when they got close, once again, they were unable to win those must-win games, and they're falling farther and farther out of the playoff spot. And it's not just the points. Yeah, it's six points, but it's four teams they have to jump over for a playoff spot. It's tough. It's a really tough situation, and uh, I don't know. It just—it almost feels like an inevitable sell at this point, doesn't it? Ugh. Not where I hoped the Blackhawks would be 
one week ahead of the NHL trade deadline. This spring, follow your favorite baseball teams to Arizona for Cactus League spring training, amazing weather and landscapes, exciting outdoor adventure, incredible food. Yes, Arizona has all those things, and it is the perfect home base for baseball fans. Meet the players and get autographs before games. All 10 stadiums are in the greater Phoenix area within 50 miles of each other. Check out amazing restaurants and bars nearby, including tons of craft breweries like Four Peaks, Angels Trumpet Ale House, and Goldwater Brewing Company. Hit the road and explore Arizona's urban centers, ghost towns, artsy communities, and quirky outposts. Family-friendly resorts and hotels offer plenty of fun for kids of all ages, from water parks to horseback rides to games and activities. Plan your spring training getaway at visitarizona.com slash springtraining. That's visitarizona.com slash spring training and if you've been a listener of this podcast i'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with locked on to reach sports fans but you may not know that locked on blackhawks is a great way for your local business to reach passionate blackhawks fans just like you unlike any other podcast locked on gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners but not just any podcast listener a locked on podcast listener If your company wants to connect with Hawks fans and a predominantly male audience that's well-educated with disposable income, then let's put your company right here on this Lockdown Podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses. Text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcasts.com slash advertising and let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve Lockdown Advertising success. Once again, text the word advertising to 33777 or visit com slash advertising. It is Lockdown Blackhawks, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day, reminding you once again that tomorrow is Talk Back Tuesday. Get those questions in. 708-653-0572 is the voicemail and the email is locked on blackhawks at gmail.com. By the way, Friday, this Friday, the 21st of February, the Blackhawks are taking on the Nashville Predators. I will be hosting a watch party on Hot Mike. If you don't know about Hot Mike, download the app, Hot Mike. You can go to hotmike.io. That's not M I K E, it's M I C, like microphone. Hot M I K E, I believe, is a different site you might not want to click, but Hot Mike. H-O-T-M-I-C.io will get you the app, enter the promo code MADHOUSE, and you will get in, and you could watch the game on Friday on your phone, on your tablet, on your computer, with my partner James Navo and I will we'll be commenting on the game as it's happening. You can sync up your video feed with ours, so there's no delay, there's no lag. It's going to be a fun time. It's totally free, so tell a friend. Tell a bunch of people about it, hotmike.io, or just go to the App Store and download Hot Mike and then enter that promo code MADHOUSE. Watch the Hawks game with me and James Naveau. We will be live on screen. Apologies that you have to see our faces. You don't want to do that. But it's going to be a really good time, a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to it. A little nervous about it. It's my first time, but hopefully it's something we can start doing a lot more often. So check that out, hotmike.io, promo code MADHOUSE. Get in there. Even if you can't join us Friday, Download the app, use that promo code, it helps us out for sure. And uh, I'll be doing, at least I will be, doing some future broadcasts myself. So check it out, I think you'll enjoy it. 
Friday night, watch the Hawks game with James Neveau and I. James Neveau, of course, at the Madhouse Podcast. So, let's do some pluses and minuses, shall we? Let's start with the pluses. We're going to do pluses for the entire weekend because the Hawks played two pretty meaningful games, and I don't want to do just, just the Jets game. So, let's start with the positives. I want to shout out Kirby Doc, who has played some really, really solid hockey. I think the first period of the game against Winnipeg may have been his best period of the year. And yeah, he scored a goal against Calgary. But Doc has really been impressive. In that first period, he was buzzing. He was all over the place. He was in the offensive zone, in the defensive zone, making things happen. The goals are starting to come. The points are starting starting to pile up. And man, he is you're starting to see, right? Why they used the number three overall pick on him. Now that he's starting to figure things out. We said about a month ago, the last part of the game to come is the offense. And he's got what, eight points in his last nine games or something like that? He's starting to score at a regular clip with consistency. Now he's got to put together whole games like the first period against Winnipeg. But he played well in Calgary, got a late goal. Really like what I've seen from Kirby Doc lately. Next plus for me is a guy who I think has played better than a lot of us have expected. And I think he played especially well against Winnipeg. That's Slater Cuckoo. Pretty solid game. 18.05 of ice time. He had two shots on goal. Three more shots of his were blocked. Two of them missed a net. So that is seven shot attempts. Credited with three giveaways. That's not great. But just a solid game from him. 18 reliable minutes of hockey. Finished even. Uh, Cuckoo's game for a number five, number six defenseman, you could do a hell of a lot worse. So pretty happy with his performance as well. What more can you say about Patrick Kane? The last two games, he's been absolutely incredible, especially that game in Calgary. He was a man possessed. When you see Patrick Kane back-checking like Jonathan Taves back-checks, you know he's dying for a win. And you've seen that sort of commitment on both ends of the ice lately from Patrick Kane. And I've been critical of him when it hasn't been there. But lately it's been there. 20 minutes and 45 seconds of ice time. Three shots on goal for Kane. A goal and assist. He was a plus one. Three takeaways for Patrick Kane in that game as well. Duncan Keith. Playing without Adam Boquist, who is a healthy scratch. We'll get to that in a little bit. 24-18 of ice time for Duncan Keith on the second end of a back-to-back game, two games in less than 24 hours with a flight in between, 24-18, 24 shifts for Duncan Keith. That led all Blackhawks the next closest. I'm sorry. Yes, it did. The next closest was Eric Gustafson with 24-04 of ice time. Gustafson himself, four shots on goal, five more were attempted or blocked, so nine shot attempts. For Eric Gustafson, solid game for him. I'm going to give another plus to Jonathan Taves, who, much like Patrick Kane, has been playing like a man possessed. The first period of the Calgary game, that was like prime Jonathan Taves time, the way he was playing. And he's been doing that a lot lately. He has been one of the better Blackhawks over the... And look, he should be. He makes $10 million. I'm not saying like, wow, look at this. Your highest paid player is, is your best. He should be. But he's absolutely doing it. In that first period against Calgary, he was doing it all. And, uh, man, it's it's good to see that those two guys, Kane and Taves, not only have they not lost a lot, 
It felt like for a while, like maybe Taves was losing it and slipping a little bit. Even early this year, he started off kind of slowly, but lately he's been on fire, playing really well, uh, playing the two-way game we expect him to play all the time. And those two guys have some good years left in them, and hopefully they can get back to contention while both of them are still performing as well as they are. Uh, one more plus I'm going to give to both goaltenders, Robin Leonard and Corey Crawford. They both played well in the last two games. Leonard, eh, maybe I'll save this for a minus. I'm going to save it for a minus, but uh, goaltenders, solid, kept the team in the game both times, made big saves when they had to, and many of the goals that got past Corey Crawford on Sunday were not his fault. All right, now let's get to the minuses. I know that Adam Boquist had a tough game against the Flames. I know he struggled in the defensive zone. I'm not sure that sitting Adam Boquist after a tough game when he's done pretty damn well the rest of the season defensively. I don't know. Maybe the shoulders hurting him a little bit. That would make a little more sense to me. If he's not playing at 100%, he's probably not. And there's some that would make some sense to me. But say that. Say that. I don't like the fact that he was just healthy scratched. And the basic explanation was like, well, he didn't play very well. Okay. Well, he's young. He's learning on the fly. And uh, I don't think punishing him for a bad game makes a lot of sense, especially when you're in a big game against a fast team and offense matters. It would have been nice to have him in the lineup against the Winnipeg Jets. Nick Sealer played in his place. And, I, you know, Nick Sealer's a guy. I know he's physical. People like that about him. Five hits. He blocked two shots, and that's fine. That's all right. 14-13 of ice time. I just... You've got a dynamic player in Adam Boquist, and his defense has been pretty okay for most of the year. And it's not like, you know, I don't think Nick Sealer is some shutdown defenseman. I don't know. I didn't like the move. It frustrated me. Next minus goes to, and it's just a slight criticism, but it's worth mentioning, Robin Leonard a little bit adventurous with the puck lately. Like, kind of trying to handle the puck in bad situations and I don't know he's getting a little reckless in the net for me maybe it's maybe I'm just noticing it more because the games have become so incredibly huge over the last little bit here so every little move kind of gives me a little heart attack but eh, I would like Leonard to sort of reel it in a little bit and get back in his crease and just let his defenseman handle the puck while he does his best at keeping the puck out of the net One more segment to go here on Lockdown Blackhawks. Thank you so much for tuning in. One last reminder before the next reminder. <laughs> tomorrow, Talk Back Tuesday, 708-653-0572 is the voicemail. LockedOnBlackhawks at gmail.com is the email. Those voice memos, they sound so good. Oh, they sound wonderful. It's like you're sitting next to me during Lockdown Blackhawks. Open that voice memo app. Record the voicemail and then just email it to LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. It is studio quality, and it just delights me. As a radio guy, it just absolutely delights me when you guys call on the voice memo app. It just, it, it almost, almost, almost arouses me. By the way, for uh, Talk Back Tuesday, if you want to ask me some other stuff aside from just like mundane hockey crap, feel free. I will answer pretty much any question you can ask. I'm a open book. 
<laughs> I like talking about stuff. I like talking about life. You want a music recommendation, whatever. Any question you got is fair game on Talk Back Tuesday. But before we wrap things up here, want to tell you a really cool uh, thing the Blackhawks announced on Sunday night. This is from uh, the Chicago Blackhawks Communications Department. The subject, all-female crew to broadcast and produce NBC Sports coverage of Blues Blackhawks in honor of International Women's Day on March 8th on NBC Sports Network. So that's not Comcast, Sportsnet, or NBC Sports Chicago. It's the big one, NBC Sports Network. Kate Scott will call the action with Kendall Coyne Schofield. Catherine Tappan will be there. AJ Molesco will be there. It's going to be really cool. I'm really looking forward to it. I really like what AJ Molesco brings as a broadcaster. She's just, she sounds like a normal broadcaster. And hopefully, oh, I'm going to get, people are going to get mad at me for talking about equality. Sorry, I'm virtue signaling, signaling, right? Hopefully someday it'll just be like, that is a broadcaster. And it's not like a female broadcaster. It's just a broadcaster. I listen to a lot of, uh, Music. Music is like really my true passion. And I know some female artists and I, I follow a lot of them too. And they always say like, they always get asked a question. What's it like to be a female recording artist? Like, I don't know. I am a woman that sings. Like it's, it's such an odd thing. Why do we have to separate it? But this is a really cool thing, a really cool promotion. And hopefully uh, it leads to uh, some, some bigger picture changes down the road. Uh, you know, Anyone's going to miss Pierre Maguire? I don't think so. So I'm going to enjoy that broadcast. Really cool thing the Blackhawks are doing. And uh, it's not just the Blackhawks. It's NBC Sports. It's uh, it's the NHL. So really, really cool thing. Uh, you might remember Kendall Coyne Schofield joined the podcast during the All-Star break. Go back and listen to it. It was good stuff. Uh, she's got that Blackhawks-produced special called As Fast As Her, which is definitely worth watching with your uh, aspiring hockey player, or your daughter, or your son, or whoever, really cool, positive message on that uh, video special. It's on the Blackhawks website. Just punch it into YouTube, Kendall Coyne Schofield, as fast as her, and you'll find it right away. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of Lockdown Blackhawks. Hope you enjoyed it. Episode 97 tomorrow. We're getting to episode 100. Something special coming up. I don't know what it is yet. I'm working on it. Got a couple potential angles for episode 100, but I will tell you that night, I'll mention it again, Friday the 21st, download the Hot Mic app, H-O-T-M-I-C. You can get it at hotmic.io. Enter that promo code MADHOUSE and join me and James Naveau Friday night. Watch the game live with us. You can interact with us during the broadcast. It's going to be super cool, super fun. So again, hotmic.io. I promise you, I will inundate you with reminders all week long so make sure download the app most importantly use that promo code madhouse and we will see you on friday but more importantly talk back tuesday tomorrow we'll talk to you then with all your questions answered hockey life music whatever thanks for listening to lockdown blackhawks we are part of the lockdown podcast network your team every day jay zawaski signing off we'll talk to you tomorrow for talk back tuesday